Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World, and today we're going to save you from a monotonous Super Bowl. We are going to make it super. We're talking about food. We're talking about quarterbacks. We are talking about legacy, what this means, how to bet how much you could make, and how much companies are spending on Super Bowl ads. It is the one broadcast left that people actually tune in for. The Grammys? Pretty much done. The Oscars, they exist in no one. The Golden Globes, might as well throw them in the garbage. Uh, But the Super Bowl, despite the problems the league has had over the past decade, it, uh, it still remains America's appointment viewing. And there's no one I'd rather chat about this with than... America's appointment gambler who has lost more money on football than you and I will make in our lifetimes. Jimmy Fallon, welcome back to Kennedy Saves the World. Hi, and yes, thanks, Hi, for, thanks for having me on before the Super Bowl because I can assure you I'll be here. <laughs> like if you book me the day after the Super Bowl, there's no guarantee I'm showing up. At least not with kneecaps. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I've been hiding. You know what it's like to say to your son, Lincoln, uh, if any point I start speaking Mandarin, run. You know what I mean? Because I've, I've been into some hairy situations with the bookie over the years. Oh. But uh, I'm right now in good standing. I come to you in good health, uh, walking just fine. But yes, happy Super Bowl. Yeah, um, they they uh, Fox pays you just in insurance. <laughs> like as long as he has health insurance, he, he knows he can cover the spread. So, Jim, what sticks out to you is the most important element of the Super Bowl. Is it the two quarterbacks? Is it the Kelsey brothers? Is it mm. the buffalo chicken dip that I'm making on Sunday? <laughs> I, I appreciate you not looking at my stomach when you said buffalo chicken dip. She was, oh, this, yeah, this was a little was bit a great of a, big fat person. people are talking Jimbo. Did, did wardrobe put you up to this? Um, you know, for me, the Super Bowl, you know, it's the only like non-denominational holiday we have. It's a, it is a high holy day in the Fela house and our family Super Bowl party. Because you don't have to invite family. That's yeah. what separates it from Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People, you say Thanksgiving is great because there's no presents. It's not commodified, mm-hmm. but you're forced to spend several hours with at least one family member you don't want to be around. <laughs> that is not the case at the Super Bowl. You no. can you can go to someone else's house. You can crash their party if you don't yeah, want to yeah. be around your family. Yeah, you don't like split it if you're a married couple. Like, we go to her parents' house for the first half. <laughs> we bring a bunt cake to my parents for the second half. You don't do that. The Super Bowl is a one stop shop. So what are you doing in the Fela house? Uh, my mom has hosted the Super Bowl going back to the Dan Marino, Joe Montana 1984 Super Bowl. Uh, she has been the origin point for the jump off. So so I do have a fair amount of like my nuclear family going, but then my mom brings a lot of like wacko of her older friends like, hey, I know you're at Fox. You got to get this to Hannity. I have info. <laughs> I'm like, can you just like pass the wings? I don't, I don't actually do that. Uh, but it's a fair amount of like my family, uh, a couple of local neighbors and stuff like that. And uh, while my family Family is, you know, eating life-changing amounts of food. Yes, I am usually gambling life-changing amounts of money on the Super Bowl. Now, have 
like Caesar Sportsbook and DraftKings mm-hmm. and the the instantaneous bets mm-hmm. change the way you a watch sports and b gamble. Well, for me, I still bet the games. I bet the point spread. I bet the over under. And the reason I don't get into the props over so under. By props. the way, fifty one. Yes. Point spread one point five. There are so many props. Eagles favor to win. <laughs> you can for real. You can bet whether or not the national anthem will last more than ninety one seconds. That's like a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can bet the coin toss. You can bet multi-sport bets on the Super Bowl. For instance, combined points between the Eagles and the Chiefs with like LeBron James getting 22 points and then there'll be a third, like a third prop. And the, the point being here is without even getting into the specifics of the props, the reason I never bet those like pie in the sky parlay is, is you need too many things to go right in order for you to win. The you odds know, are never in yeah, your favor. They call them exotics. Unlike Hunger Games. <laughs> no, but they do. They call them exotics. They're like, well, if you bet $10, okay, and uh, Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown in the first quarter, and the barometric pressure is 32 degrees, and there are no Amtrak derailments between 2 p.m. and 8 p.m., you win $64,000. But you basically just gave them $10. That's how it works. So I bet the game's like a grown-up. Straight up, no chaser. Um, I actually like the Chiefs a lot in this game, getting two points. I think they're going to win the game. So, Jim, mm-hmm. I have uh, altered my menu this year. Oh. I- I'm I'm doing some classics because I think that's really important. So mm-hmm. I-, I always do the guac. Yep, yep. And and there's a reason that if you go into a supermarket during the the week after, like the Pro Bowl, mm-hmm. the avocados are not ripe. No, ma'am. No, they, they are grown to be ripe for Super Bowl Sunday. So I went and got five avocados mm-hmm. on Monday and put them in a paper bag. So they would ripen perfectly, and they just have a tiny bit of yield today. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, I will probably move them to the fridge, <laughs> so so they get like the perfect amount of yield and ripeness without going brown, without going bad. So I'm doing mm-hmm. the guac. Yeah, yeah. And course. I have I have a fantastic and, and the key to guac. It's not mayonnaise. It's not olive oil. It is keep it simple. Yeah. I mean, there's a fine line between guacamole and what you put on avocado toast. No, no question. And you've kept it simple with your seven day curation process, your synthetic lamp, <laughs> <laughs> your refrigeration device. That's exactly right. <laughs> you know, the thing that makes a good guacamole is the spectrum. If you're on the spectrum, you're on point with the guacamole. You will absolutely appreciate this guacamole. If you're on the spectrum, if, if you know me Yo. and you're in my life, you're either on the spectrum or you're used to dealing with someone on the spectrum. I don't know that either team's offense is complex as how you just described your keep it simple guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> the thing you got to keep it simple. You've got to inject it with a saline solution on day one. I did you get some syringes die. for the strawberries because I'm going to inject strawberries with Grand Marnier and then I'm going to dip them in two oh. kinds of chocolate. Well, everyone listening needs to know this about you if they haven't deduced it already from listening to you. You are considered pound for pound the best cocktail maker in the world. Thank you. I Everything you make is delicious, like really delicious. But it's sneaky delicious in that, obviously, these are the, also the strongest drinks you'll ever consume anywhere. The homemade Baileys that mm. I made that I teased last week mm. was so good. Oh, it's great. That you cannot taste the booze. It tastes like yummy, yummy, creamy melted ice cream. Officer. <laughs> hey, those are fine bracelets. You guys you are my best friends. <laughs> are you a cop? You're my best friend. Do you want me to give anything to Hannity? Jimmy will. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> Fela. Oh, and then so I'm funny. doing a, a 
buffalo chicken dip. Which are, so I'm going to tell people how to do it because I think this is going to be all time. Mm-hmm. Um, you boil boneless, skinless chicken thighs because you want the fat. Everyone thinks you go Ch- with the breast. Chicken boneless, thighs skinless, the best chicken, chicken thighs. That is just the about best everything thing. you'll ever make. Chicken so thighs. You, you shred them however you shred them. I shred them in a Cuisinart because it takes five seconds because mm-hmm. I don't have 72 hours with two forks mm-hmm. to sit there and hope No, the that's best. for the guacamole. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, softened cream cheese block. You throw that in. You mix it up with the half a cup three quarters of a cup of Frank's red sauce, which is my preferred, and then blue cheese crumbles and shredded white cheddar cheese. And then you put that 350, 20 minutes. And then, you know, it's like, because, and and you also got to throw some ranch in there because it's got all those elements. It's perfect with celery. So if someone is keto, they can eat this and they will not be violating their sacred diet. But also I'm going to have chips and baguette and all that garbage. You pull the goalie. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Thank you very much. So I I like having the, uh, Mm -hmm. the (laughs) no pressure, but uh, the, you have, have given me the papal blessing. No, no, it's important to get it. Um, I will tell you, my family does, they do a potluck. And it's, it's a, <laughs> they put the pot in potluck. Like you almost have to be a stoner to like the spread because they go in every direction. Okay. My mom will bring a Sicilian pizza, but my brother Mike brings a hundred White Castles. A hundred. Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, there's always wings, obviously. They'll get an Italian hero. Jenny brings Buckeyes, you know, the peanut butter and they, chocolate Buckeyes. Buckeyes are so delicious mm-hmm. and we don't appreciate them the yep, way yep. they do mm-hmm. in Ohio. Yeah, but yeah. like good peanut butter Ooh. and and good rich I, chocolate together. I mean, it's like it's better than a Reese's peanut butter cup because the ratio of peanut butter to chocolate is different. There's yes. actually more peanut butter. But when you use good chocolate, mm-hmm. there's absolutely nothing on earth like a solid homemade Ohio Buckeye. You nailed it because this is the truth and nobody likes to talk about this. But in the peanut butter and chocolate, you know, combo, peanut butter is actually carrying the team. Chocolate's the backup singer. You it need is. the accent. You, you always do no too much No one wants chocolate. to say it because chocolate's such a big deal and everybody has such reverence for, you know, chocolate. Okay, so mm-hmm. the peanut butter is the Chuck D. The yeah. chocolate is the flavor flavor. flavor. Very much. No, in yeah, fact. the chocolate is the hype man, Jim. Jenny's, Jenny's Buckeyes, the chocolate actually wears a clock around its neck when you pick it up. It's interesting. <laughs> it says, yeah, boy, when you chew it. It's amazing. It's actually great. At one point, it marries Brigitte Nielsen. It gets really weird, but it's a great dessert. It's like, are they really in love? And yes. then you put one in your mouth and like, yeah. We have more of this interview in moments coming up. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com. But I really, I, I want to say this, though, but it, the food, the gambling, everything in between, I really do like you. I love the Super Bowl. Yes. Because it really is like literally the last bastion of common culture. Like the one thing the whole country consumes, and it's not specific to sports because the Super Bowl is the only game of the year that non-football fans watch because they watch the halftime show. They watch the pop culture and the commercials. So it's really like all we have left. It's like almost the only time we get together as a country anymore is to watch the Super Bowl. Every award show you mentioned, like some people watch it to bag on it. Some people watch it because they like it, but nothing has retained audience like the Super Bowl. No, and and they had it had like ninety nine point one million viewers last year. And there's there's nothing else that gets numbers like that. And if you love football, you can still watch it. And I think this is going to be a very good game. Yes, uh, it's a low low line. The Eagles, you know, about two right now, one and a half in some books. 
uh, going up against the Chiefs. The Eagles obviously steamrolled everybody they played, but one of the teams didn't have a quarterback. So, you know, by the Literally. Time, the, the 49ers, the you know, they, they were tapping guys on the on the shoulder you, you know, the kid who at comes the 50-yard line. The kid, he must be a fan. Come on. Yeah, the kid who comes out at halftime and throws those Dr. Pepper balls for $10,000. Yeah, that kid gets on. His name's Brock Purdy. <laughs> so, so they kind of steamrolled the Giants. Uh, the 49ers, I got to be honest, were really in that game. The 49ers defense is phenomenal. But of course, they were the on the field the, the whole game. They eventually ran out of, you know, they ran out of steam. But um, I actually think the Chiefs, with an extra with an extra week to rest up, okay, for Mahomes on that mm-hmm. ankle, mm-hmm. high ankle sprain, I actually think the Chiefs is full strength based on what I saw out of their defense, who had a phenomenal pass rush against the Bengals. I actually like the Chiefs in the game. Suck it, Joe Burrow. Ta- oh, Burrowhead. They got a little too arrogant. You know that? Absolutely. Burrowhead, uh, what are you asking for? It? <laughs> But it's weird because people bought into it like everyone thought the Bengals were going to win that game. And it was weird because the Bengals, like Joe Burrow was sacked more than any quarterback in NFL history in the last two years. Yeah. Which really, I know he's won games, but that's not a sustainable recipe. He was like the Brett Maher of quarterbacks. (laughs) Well, it's like you would almost look at the, if to put it in political terms, the Bengals offensive line is the southern border. It's like their coach is Mayorkas. He's letting everybody in. <laughs> like, no, just... we have an O-line. We totally do. Oh, these guys are great. They're, they're amazing. <laughs> it's so funny. They're like, don't worry. We're protecting him with drones. We have footage. Yeah. We know no, where they're we're, coming we're good. In. This is how we want it to be. This is great. <laughs> now, Joe likes it. He wants a concussion. Oh, man. why is, it keeps him fresh. Why is Bill Malusian covering Joe Burrow's <laughs> drop back attempts? I don't understand. This is confusing. <laughs> so silly. Okay, so... Jim, mm-hmm. let's bottom line it. Yep. Uh, what what are the top three things people should consume at any good Super Bowl party? Ooh, I'll give it to I'm you. I'm not doing wings. I'm doing ribs this year. No, I respect I'm doing oven-baked ribs because I tried to get a gas grill in my apartment, <laughs> and it's it so violates the lease yeah, yeah. that they'll call the fire department, uh-huh. uh, but they'll also call, like, Child Protective Services, <laughs> you know, probably Homeland Security, speaking of Mayorkas. Like, they will haul you out of the building. Uh, so, you know, it's like you can't even have a foreman grill. So know, I got to do oven-baked ribs, which is fine. I'm going to do a nice dry rub. No, that's uh, that works. An oven-baked rib. It's ribs. in honor of Kansas City. <laughs> well, I'm going to go. I'll do it this way, okay? I'll give you entree dessert. Drink because a drink is significant. Yes. You do need, I, I like a signature cocktail. Okay. What I drink on the Super Bowl is Kentucky Speedball. Uh, we're drinking a Michter's bourbon, a little bit of cold brew, and it gets a shot, a shot. Okay. You can do this with Kahlua if you're listening at home, but if you get biscotti liqueur, you can Ooh, really next level that it. That is lovely. It's real sexy stuff. But yeah. you basically, if you were making one of these, a Kentucky Speedball, you're putting two shots of Michter's, a shot of biscotti liqueur, and six ounces of cold brew into a shaker. I make like 20 of them in a pitcher and shake them up. And you know, and then you drink 19 of them. <laughs> the, the truth is, I know you, you know you the rest. You want to talk about the last time you made punch, Jim? How did you describe yourself that Monday? Oh, the, the, the snuggle bear? I'm kidding. The talking ham. Yeah, talking ham. So what happens is from time to time on a Sunday, I'm known to consume too much salt, at which point my cheeks puff like I fought the aforementioned George Foreman. And I'll get a call from my mom after America's newsroom. She'll go, you look puffy. I'm like, well, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> great talking to you too, Mom. <laughs> awesome. Wow, you're wasting away to nothing. <laughs> yeah, I got I to gotta tell you, Mom, and your swimsuit calendar is coming out when? <laughs> I just want to make sure I get the date right, Mom. Uh, but you got to have a signature cocktail. If you're not an alcohol drinker, go out, though, and it's important to have a beverage to look forward to. And I would say this, like Lincoln does the same. Lincoln's not drinking, uh, contrary to what people might think from talking to the kid. But he goes out and gets it's like a cranberry Sprite. But mm-hmm. he only gets it on the Super Bowl. Yep. But it's exciting because it's the Super 
Super Bowl. It gives the moment that reverence. After dry January, um, I've got a couple friends, one who doesn't drink and the other who's doing dry February, which is a horrible choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm making a, a lovely mocktail, but I'm actually going to reignite the classic Canadalia, which is uh, coconut tequila, mm-hmm. a little bit, a splash of regular tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, it is... Uh, Grapefruit San Pellegrino, a little grapefruit LaCroix mm-hmm. with muddled lime and mint. No, and listen, folks, if you like all... Argu- if a Paloma had a baby with a mojito, mm-hmm. it would be the Canadalia. I've had the Canadalia, and all I would say to the listeners is if you enjoy getting into a shouting match with a parking meter, <laughs> you'll really love... If you like wrestling a garden gnome on your front lawn pantless, you will love... A Canadalia, another one of your sneaky alcohol yeah. concoctions. No, that is that maybe because the, the the coconut tequila mm-hmm. by itself. That's that's the QB sneak right there. <laughs> Can I give everybody a sleeper pick for your Super Bowl party if you want to go non fancy? Fancy cocktail, like I said, which is the Kentucky Speedball. You know what crushes at Super Bowl parties? Go to McDonald's. Buy basic McDonald's hamburgers or cheeseburgers. Go buy 50 of them off the dollar menu. They'll all be gone. Everybody loves them. So basic, takes no preparation, dirt cheap, and oddly you're a hero because it pops in a room full of homemade stuff. But also it always tastes the same and it tastes like the best memories you have of childhood. It so is. Because like, you know, it's like my... My mom would never let us eat McDonald's, uh-huh. but my dad like secretly loved it. So we knew when we went anywhere with my dad, we're like, "Hey, pops, you uh, you hungry? The golden arches are right there on your left." <laughs> Illegal U-turn. <laughs> so funny, no. And because the Super Bowl is all about nostalgia, because you're talking about previous Super Bowls and records being broken, I think it's a home run. So if you wanted a life hack and you didn't want to cook, I would say get McDonald's cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers are hamburgers. You can't go wrong. If you're going to cook, let me give them a secret society move I make. Okay? If you go out and buy chicken drumsticks, dirt cheap. We're not even talking about uh, the thighs, which I love, as you do. You, the If you've never had it, there's a it's called Japanese barbecue sauce. They sell it at like Sam's Club in big vats. Like if you, if you know, if you don't, depending on, you could probably sit in the thing if you were in that kind of mood. You know, I've, I've I mean, t- I, I might not sit in a gym, but a foot soak <laughs> I, I got a, a might be foot. lovely on a Who Sunday evening. Who among us? Yeah. Who among us? It's like a foot not soak and some Japanese barbecue sauce. But if you go out, this is a sick move, okay? If you go out and make drumsticks, you can make them on the grill. You can make them in the smoker if you're like us, but it doesn't matter. Just grill up some drumsticks in Japanese barbecue sauce. And then what we do, though, is we shred them. Okay, Damn. off the bone. So you make a ton of them, make a mountain of them, make 50 of them. So you got a pot of this stuff, right? Resauce it. You actually put chicken broth in it. It tenderizes. Mm. It doesn't affect mm-hmm. the taste mm-hmm. at all. And people really think that you're like a Michelin chef. Yeah. Like next, I have duped people into thinking like, you know, this guy went to like <laughs> Johnson and Wales. Yeah. Like I dated a few whales. Don't get me wrong. But I had me and Johnson, I mean, I saw magic once at the uh, garden. you mean wealthy Japanese gamblers? Yeah, fine. Absolutely. Yeah. No question. But the point is, uh, it's a secret. It's a secret chicken dish. That's that's if you wanted to next level it. Okay. And then for a dessert, really quick, this is what I would give you as a third item, is Jenny makes Buckeyes, but I make, are you ready for this? Yes. A It's called a Ritz cracker peanut butter pie. And it's really easy to do if you're listening at home. You know, can I just stop mm-hmm. you for a second? Uh-huh. My favorite Jimmy Fela is when he gives us a glimpse into his white trash truth. <laughs> Proceed, please. <laughs> So what happens is you go home to your trailer. <laughs> you, you leave. Beat your sister slash 
yeah. ant slash concubine. <laughs> you wanna you wanna put the crackers out the night before on the engine that's hanging from the tree in your front lawn? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is easy. And I learned this. He needs credit because Steve Ducey has like 28 phenomenal, phenomenal cookbooks. He makes a variation of this. And what I've done with some of my core dishes, and he knows this, we've had this talk on Fox and Friends, is you have to you have to make it your own. You're not like Jimi Hendrix plays Sergeant Peppers, mm -hmm. but he doesn't he can play it note for note, but he does some Jimmy stuff. You can't just make the Ducey right and take claim for it unless you're just gonna be like, yeah, it's Ducey. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll just tell you where we fork in the road. It's Ducey's recipe. You, you you bash a box of Ritz crackers, bash them, put them into a Ziploc bag and mm -hmm. bash them. Okay. You then lay them out in a oh, pie. Oh, I, I thought you meant emotionally insult them. <laughs> you're not even a saltine. <laughs> you call yourself a cracker. People don't even put cheese on you. Come on, they're embarrassed. That's why. Yeah. People are eating the cheese straight. Look at you. Okay, so you pulverize the crackers then in a Ziploc bag. That becomes the pan. Okay? You oh. with me? Yeah, I mean, that becomes your pie crust. Easy. Okay, now all you're doing is you're taking a cup of peanut butter. Okay. I'm there. A cup, I'm, I'm happy with it so far. Okay, a cup of powdered sugar. It gets a little dicey. All right. And you blend it with a little whipped cream. Okay. Stick with me. Yeah. Then you just spatula it into the actual Ritz cracker pie crust. And you freeze it like it's an ice cream cake. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, yeah. And when it comes out. I don't have a problem with that at no, all. No, you let it sit at room. Mm -hmm. And it's, again, it's next level because it's it's peanut butter, uh, the powdered sugar, and whipped cream. And people, again, think you are a next level chef. Yeah, but you can't go wrong with any no, of you that. No, I could literally train an ape to make that. And, and two Jimmy, tries. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> Uh, good for I you. think all of that is fantastic. We are doing uh, red velvet heart-shaped cookies uh, dipped in white chocolate with Ooh. heart sprinkles. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited for this. Uh, it is going to be mm -hmm. wherever we are, we are with you. Take these things with you. Lose money, get fat, <laughs> and thank us next week. Jimmy, thank you once again for being a part of the podcast. What a country. What a country, USA. This has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. For more podcasts from my friends at Fox, you can go to foxnewspodcast.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table, the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.